Why would I spend right two pounds fifty on four tomatoes that I could get for ninety five p? Broadcasting from Essex, it's the twentieth of July, and you're listening to Salonomics. The Bitcoin price is currently twenty nine thousand six hundred and thirty five dollars. What? One dollar gets you three thousand three hundred and seventy eight satoshis. Quick, Joe, buy the dip. <laughs> buy the dip. Last time you told me that, I brought some dip, and he went down even further. <laughs> well, you know, keep keep stuck in those sats. I am your host, Aaron Dawn, and joining me once again from North London is my hair, Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Joe Emmett. Marty McFly. Hi, guys. Hi, Joe. How you doing, mate? I'm very well, mate. Very well. Um, so if there was one thing that you could use your DeLorean to go back in future and change, what would that oh, be? Good Joe question. Oh, God. You know what, right? I, I can't think of anything. Yeah, it, it's, it's quite interesting. I, I did a client like last week. Well, I haven't seen Sarah for about five years. Right. Okay. Last time I saw Sarah was in the salon, actually, in Sloan, uh, Sloan Avenue. And... And she says to me, Joe, you look really, really well. I said, same here, Sarah. It was that sort of mutual appreciation society at that point, right? She looked really well. And, yeah, Sarah had a tragic life as well. Like, you know, I, I came across Sarah. Um, she was literally nine months pregnant. She came into the salon and she just found out her husband died in a plane crash. Wow. Seriously. I, and, and, and she collapsed in the salon. This is in Neville Daniel in Sloan Street. She collapsed in the salon. And I was the very first, one of the first people to actually go up to her, you know, where I was working. And the really receptionist was like, sort of about sort of 20, 20 yards, 10 yards, whatever. And I rushed over to make sure she was um, comfortable. Well before anybody else did. Anyway, she never forgot it, right? And, and she started coming to me as, 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 a, as a hairdresser. And we became very good friends from that point on. And, she, and then she went to America and... Anyway, like I said, hey, she said to me, um, you know, Joe, you look really well. You look far more relaxed than I've seen you, I can remember you in your life. And I, I said to her, you know what, Sasha? So I, I, I let my past go. You know, all the shenanigans that went in my life, you know, I lost a business, never sat me, all these kind of things, right? And in, that, in, in the lockdown, what I learned in the, in the lockdown, right, was that here I am. I'm really, really content and very happy. And I know it's kind of very... Um, I, can't, I don't want to be so, so saying the cat got the cream or anything like that, right? But, you know, everything that ever happened in my life was for preparing me for where, where I am today. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no time. And, and I look at the negatives and I think, okay, say I kept, um, say I kept so straight cut avenue, my partners, they, I got rid of them. It was me, the, uh, the sole proprietor, blah, blah, blah. And what would I have been doing? You know, it would have been a big empire type of thing. What if Neville mm. sacked me and I never started my own business? I would have been just an old hairdresser at Neville's type of thing, you know what I mean? So all yeah. the things that ever happened in my life, I look at the positives of it and I say, thank you very much. And, and in, that, in, in the lockdown, what I did, I wrote Carol, Carol um, Hatton an email, so I say, look, I, I know what we had 
you know, our past was, uh, was was great, but I remember the good times that we had, you know, before we became partners, you know, blah, blah, blah you know, and I wish you all the best. And, and she actually replied, I'm so glad um, to hear from you, Joe. I, I feel the same way, you know, it, it, what happened happened, but I do remember the good times we had too. Thank you very much. And we moved on. And even with Neville, right, I saw like in the, the first, lock, just after the second lockdown, I happened to be in the area, I went in and I said, hello, you know, and we... And he said, oh, let's go out for dinner and this and that. I said, yeah, you know, but, but, but I won't go out for dinner with him per se, right? But, um, mm. you know, I, I made peace with myself. Yeah, totally. Uh, a lot of water has passed under yeah. the bridge, right? So for, for me, so for me to go back and change something that would affect in my life, I don't think there is one, Aaron, you know? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good lesson. That's a good lesson there. And I think um, people remember how you make them feel, mm. not necessarily what you said yeah and i think that's that's pretty much you know she obviously clearly remembers how you made her feel that day that you were comforting and all of that and you had great bedside manner joe Mehmet, yeah. which <clears throat> i i believe personally bedside manner it's one of those um qualities it, it's one of those qualities that makes a great hairdresser right. yeah, you know yeah I mean? listen i mean um, before you go on right, I, I went out with my nephew um on Saturday, my, my, I've got a fantastic nephew. Um, when I say fantastic, right, he, you know, again, a Turkish separate boy. Um, uh, and my brother, so my eldest brother, his son, he, he's a vice president of Cap Gemini. I don't know if you heard of a uh, 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 sort of like. No, what's that? It's a financial services, right? You know, and, and my no. nephew is, is, is a, he's a vice president. Yeah, do you know what I mean? From a, from a, from a humble b background, you know, council estate state school this and that and now he's a vice president and i and wow. i even tell you something for a fact right i've got a few clients going to give him a quick round of applause yeah and i've got a few clients right who actually work for cap gemini as well right and you know and my nephew is their bosses right and these are my clients children anyway um he he, he texts me you know me and rex were talking on saturday what to do for dinner anyway at that point he texts me so saying look i'm in town because he lives in Orpington. Mm. he said i'm in town uh, do you want to meet up for dinner? I said, yeah, sure. You know, with his kids. So we said, we met up for dinner. And with his two boys, because these two children, they never really met my wife as such, so we went there. Anyway, his, his son is um, 14 years old, right? Daring, right? Nice, nice kid. Very clean. And we were talking and everything. Um, he was talking about, it is a bit awesome. We are talking about football, we are talking about cars and everything, right? And, you know, his uncle said, my, 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 um, my niece, my nephew said to him, like, you know, your uncle used to have a Ferrari. He goes, no, because you must be really rich. I said, no, 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 I just worked really hard. He says, but you're a hairdresser, right? I said, yes. Says, so how much were you charging? I said, well, I was probably charging about £150 at a time. And I said, how much were you earning at a day? I said, about £1,000 at a time. He goes, I, I don't get it. Why would so, so many people, you know, make, charge so much money for a haircut? Well, I said, look. Let's look at you. I said to him, "What's your personality?" He says to me, um, "He said to me, I'm likable." I said, "Fair enough." He said, "I'm funny." I said, "Fair enough." I'm presentable. I'm I'm clean. I said, "Okay." Now imagine you. I'm modest. Right? Yeah, right. I said, "Imagine you got all those qualities with a skill." I said to him, "Yeah, you know, you got all those qualities with a skill, you would make a lot of money." I said to him. Uh, yeah. He says to me. A career, I said. That's right. It's great. Point. You know, that's, I swear to God, right. I was, I was talking to a little kid, but he's actually educating me for me to educate him. If you know what I mean. Sure. Right. Because he was asking the questions. Uh, any, anyway, um, 
I mean, he, my, my nephew did uh, reply to me um, after, you know, the sort of Saturday. Um, he, he sort of said to, he sent me a, 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 a WhatsApp message. Um, he said, like, like this, uh, you know, you always been my role model, uncle. You know, my family loved loved you. My boys spent quality time with you both. On the way to the on the way to the car, dear, he said, he said to he said to um, his dad, he says, Dad, your uncle's so so interesting. We could talk about anything with him. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm gonna give you another round of applause for that, Joe. I mean, that's quite a nice heartwarming story. I guess that made you feel quite, quite well, good well, but, to like hear all but that. That's all natural, Larry. That's that's the quality of being a hairdresser, right? Yeah. It's not because I, I'm yeah. an interesting person. Because hairdressing made me the person. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, you can. You're the you're the you're the king of small talk, I suppose. <laughs> and it's right. and it's that ice. It's that icebreaker. No, but but yeah. having an icebreaker. Right. Is actually really, really powerful Very. Um, in, in any social situation. Very. Um, I'm just going to issue a come and get me plea. <laughs> uh, if um, your nephew at Cap Gemini um, is needing a uh, Bitcoin consultant for his uh, financial fund, then uh, this is my come and get me plea right now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you, just sent me a you just sent me a WhatsApp message, didn't you? Uh, oh yes, I did. Yeah, do you want to discuss? Oh, that? I think it's very funny, mate. I think it's very funny. It's qu it is quite funny. It's very funny. We, did you read the uh, the job description? I actually didn't. No, did you? I did. I, I, I was like, but I just like the company benefits. I just looked at the company benefits. You because know, you always look at the benefits before you look at a job, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Thinking, okay. what's it for me? I like this. Yeah. Perks include include. Complimentary hair services. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I mean I, I, it was the salary not right at the top. The salary should be right at the top, right? right? Why, why, why put you through reading all that garbage <laughs> and then get into the bottom and go, you know, salary on application. Yeah. It's like, and, and oh, pictures. if you're that embarrassed, if you're that embarrassed to put the salary on the advert, <laughs> yeah. then I'm not phoning exactly. you up. Do you know what I mean? But a pension scheme, well, that's that's normal. Because like, every workplace has got um, a sort of like an, an employment pension scheme, right? And a yearly yeah. performance reviews. Not not um, not a yearly performance related salary. It's yearly, yearly performance review, <laughs> right? So... I mean, bless her heart, bless her heart. I really think um, it's it's quite um, yeah. It, it is what it is, right? But shall we shall we apply for it though? I think you should. I think that you're you're exactly the kind of person that, that could add value to. Oh, listen, mate. You, you know you know my niece works there, right? She's always saying to me, "Uncle, please come, just even for one day." She says to me, and "I said, no, nah, yeah. so forget it." <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a it is a dilemma. It is a dilemma. I mean, the last thing you want to do is to get a full time job in the middle of July, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. surely the actual um, summer, and it and it leads me into my you know the point of this this episode today. I wanted to talk to you about you know summer holidays. How did you? You know, how did you cope? Obviously, your your business was right in the heart of central London. Obviously, you had high net worth individuals that came into your salon. But every every hairdressing salon uh, barbershop can relate to this. You know, when the six weeks holiday comes, everyone obviously goes away. You know, business declines dramatically during that time. What you know, was there anything that you used to do 
to boost your business during that time, or did you spend your energy elsewhere? Oh no! Listen, this this is a great question, and and this and I and I, and I speak on behalf of every hairdresser. Are you buzzing? Hang Actually, on, my, so my, you my buzzing? phone was uh, my phone was a silent. Um... Oh my god, schoolboy! How long we've we been doing this show now, no, Joe? No, it's just silent. Silence. We're just um, it's vibrating, you know, on the on the t- on the table, uh, the desk. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Uh, go back to the question. This was what every top hairdresser or central London. I you could be anywhere really, uh, Birmingham, or whatever, right? Every top hairdresser I I knew, right, was that. Well, we had our own sort of, sort of clientele, but you always had to have the extra international clientele because what happened was was that when our when our clients sort of go away, you had the the influx of the tourist trade coming as well. You know the Arabs, the Americans. The uh, Europeans, the Af- Africans, South Americans, Canadians, yeah, and love forget right. You know, before COVID, right, London was the central hub of the world, right? And mm, yeah. and, and and you know, basically, people used to sort of come to London to have, just to have a haircut experience. You know, like they would go to a football match experience, or they would go to a museum. You know, there was always been influx of people who want to come to London for an experience. Okay, and the great thing was was that, and I was told you right, was that. It only takes one client to build a clientele, okay? And mm. and what I was very fortunate, and I know a lot of hairdressers, it's just the same situation, right? You, yeah, you say you do a Saudi princess, and there's hundreds of thousands of them, right? You do one Saudi princess, you do a whole family, okay? So if you're doing a whole mm. family, they will be here, come say from July to September. So even though your local clients are um, gone on holidays, these clients will come in and fill their spaces, you see. And then you had the Americans, yeah. you had the hotels, you had all these all these other um, outlets as well to, to sort of keep you entertained. So you were never quite, it was just that it was a change of clientele. It was a change of conversation. It was a change of, not scenery, because I believe you could be you could be in space, right, with a chair and mirror, right? You'd still be a hairdresser, like, you know what I mean? You'd still be a chair and mirror. So it, it never changed the scenery, but the, the clientele was different. But the work was never the work was never so quiet or um, or, or um, busier. It, it just that sure. it, people were just split into that slot. Really, it's, it's like so. So so no, I was just going to ask. So I mean, really, you you just benefited from your location, to right? Degree, because yeah. obviously, um, so for but for those. But there, but there still must have been, you know, quiet periods. Um, and how would you adapt? Because obviously, you don't want a, a salon full of staff, you know, all, all moping around. No, no. What what, what normally happened also? I, mean, I I kind of go back when I was starting to work my wife. Was that your dog? Is your dog just no, no, like I'll shifted just, just from sort of one side to, to the other? I just get a piece of paper to write down um, a, a bit of note, right? Um, what, what it also was, but when I was on my way to being a hairdresser, you know, sort of like what you what I discovered, say. There was these hairdressers, right, who were going on holiday in July, August, because they knew their clients weren't going to be around. So yeah, they, they were on holiday. Not all their clients was was uh, was on um, holiday. They, yeah, it's all like mm. the um, yeah, sort of sort of like people are hanging around. So you could do their clients too. And this is the very interesting thing is gotcha. right now. There's two types of clients. Okay, you have got the married client and you have got a single client. Okay. Now okay. the married client with kids always go on holiday at school holidays. Sure. The single clients never do. 
They wait till but everyone that's right, yeah, it's gets cheap back. And things that's like right. that. And so when you're up, when you're up and coming hairdresser, you should be having a single clientele. I mean, I I see all my clients get married, all right, because I've done a lot of weddings in my lifetime. All right. Yeah. Now I've saw like that now they're all grandchildren. So that's how I've grew my clientele as well. From being a single hairdresser, single client, single, and then yeah, and, and then it natural evolution of, of, of life progresses, right? So again, mm. when you're a young hairdresser, you shouldn't be doing old biddies or housewives and feel like you should be catered for the young because you're young, you need to expect experiment. And then you could do their mothers, no problem. Yeah. But but yeah, focus on your demographic, yeah, right? Exactly. And 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 I suppose in a way, you know, it's going to be easier to build a clientele. That of course, way because you're going to be able to engage and and ice like have that icebreaker exactly. conversation. Exactly. You know, when you go talk about, you know, when you're young, you talk about clubs, you talk about films, you talk yeah. about fashion. You know, if 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 you've got yeah. a grandmother, or not so to say granny as such, right? Yeah, you know, but a woman who's married with three kids, how can you relate to her with three kids when you're single? You can't. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's and, and you know what? And that's how, yeah, again, you know, through my uh, progress of life as a hairdresser, I, I never had this problem of, of being um, quite period. Yeah, do, do, do you know what I mean? Mm. Obviously, when, gotcha. uh, obviously, when you become a salon owner, it's very different. It really was very yeah. different. So, so, as a salon owner, you know, what would you, you, you do? Because obviously, you had a salon for how many years? Do you have a salon about for 20, about, 15? about 20 years? 18 yeah, yeah, years, about yeah, 20 yeah. years. So there must have been periods of time. Like, how would you best use that time when it? Well, the, the, when you well, know, this is, when those summer months well, come. Okay, what, what I learned right is that it, there was there was periods when we were very quiet. That that is true, uh, especially towards uh, Sloan Avenue uh, when, when, mm. we, when we saw like when when um, we started that right there. Was it always the same period of time? It, it was. It, it was because um, the Burton Arc, so Drake Avenue was a little bit more in sort of like muscle transit, you know, because it was much bigger, bigger staff as well, right? Uh, and the, big, the more staff you had, the more clientele you're going to have go through. And, and well, too, you know, you, don't, you won't miss one or two, you know, in a, in a big, big environment. But in a, in a small environment, if you if you miss, you know, you've got five or six, you will miss one and two. You, do you know what I mean? When there's 50, you don't miss them. You don't miss the numbers as such. Um, Sloan Avenue was, was, I wouldn't say it was different, but what I learned, right, was that when, when, as a hairdresser, when you're working, what you're doing? You, you're actually doing your job, okay? Now, when you're not busy, that's when you should be working as a silent owner. It's, you become it becomes two different hats then you see because you can't have yeah. you can't have your business hat on when you're doing clients okay so so what I what I learned to do was was actually to re-educate myself to use it utilize the time and mm. wisely so not from well we did we had this touch really before marketing sort of promotions and things like that but then you had to sort of make the salon more sustainable to, to the circumstances you, you, you know what i mean mm. you, so you're not making this much of money so you have to cut back on certain things you, you, you know what i mean so you're not wasting yeah but that time would you invest that in upskilling the assistants no, you no. know the the younger members no, of staff no, you wouldn't no. you wouldn't put extra extra sort um resources into training no, them no, around those quiet no. times now the juniors juniors yes Juniors, yes, because you, you know, we sort of get damaged, go downstairs and you know, get them to, to blow dry, even putting rollers in. 
you know, so quite comfortably. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes kind of things, yes. Or if, if there was, um, the, I, I can't teach color. So, but if there was a colorist who, who wanted to teach a junior. Yes, you could do, you could utilize those. And at times, right, we did do that just so that the seller could look busy. Do, do you know what I mean? We, yeah. we, we did do that as well, really, just, just as a showpiece uh, to sort of say, look, we are busy. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a good point. I remember, I remember when I was an apprentice in Brighton, you know, whenever we had a, a quiet spell or even during lunch breaks, we just had a, a blockhead set up upstairs. And um, I would just practice taking sections with scissors and comb in my hand, just so it, you know, you build up that muscle memory um, and that fluidity to your movement. Because I was taught by a Sassoon educator when I was down in Brighton, and that was the one thing that I was really enamoured with him. It was it was just his grace and elegance when it comes to holding a comb and scissors. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just looked like it flowed like, you know, like water. That's right. Well, yeah, because a scissor is an extension of your hands, right? Exactly. So um, he, he said, you know, even when you're... One of the good uh, lessons he gave me as a junior was, you know, even when you're sat at home just watching the telly, just have scissors and comb right, in your just, hand. Yeah. Just... Just, just keep flicking them from backwards to forwards. You know, it's, I guess it's like the in the Wild West, right? When they they would do all their tricks with their guns in their holster. Yeah. It the reason why they would do that it was so that you know when stuff hit the fan, they could flick that. Yeah. You know, they had amazing gun control. Natural. They could flick that gun yeah. out their holster. Yeah. Naturally, you know, right. and I, that always that you know it was that one little that one little tip that I think you know just sped up my. Um, you know, my, my ability yeah. with a yeah, with a scissor and comb. Is, you know, it just become natural. It is confidence. I mean, I mean, how many times have we taught people, right? You know, where they hold a scissors and comb, right? Quite uh, relax, relax. You know, <laughs> right time you say mm. relax, you know, because like, like I was, the only difference between a junior and, and a seasoned hairdresser, right, is to the ability to control a brush or a scissors. That's the only difference. Yeah, I yeah, I think we did a whole show on this. Was this the Wasting Energy show where we spoke about how great technique um, was the secret to longevity yeah. in this industry? Yeah. Because it, you know, it, it made you so efficient. Yeah. Um, you know, and and we drew the correlation between Roger Federer at thirty nine still winning Wimbledon's because his his grace and elegance with a tennis ball and a tennis yeah. racket. You know that that simplicity of his movement has basically, you know, contributed to him having a, a, a multi multi decade career at the top that's level. Right, a successful know. career, yeah. You know, and I know it was, it was called power and technique. Power and technique. Power and technique. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. Power and technique. Salonomics twenty seven. If you want to. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing, though, really, is that so like that, that's how we utilise that. Um, the, the, the quiet periods but yeah but it, but it wasn't just sort of targeted the summer months that was it you know because we had winter as well and, and don't forget right most most uh, salon these days right they they operate on a what six weeks a year because how many how many holidays are there in a the year now you got six weeks in the summer you got two weeks in the Easter you got what four weeks in? Yeah, there's there's other random half. There, there, there's about so, four yeah, four. I, I would say, I'd say at least twelve weeks. I probably yeah school, school holidays. holidays, right? So like you know, so yeah. it, it, you know, it, it correlates to that sort of. I, I've kind of my my business model was based on thirty six weeks of the year, not fifty two weeks of the year, 
gotcha. And and why was that? Was that just to really get your head around realistic targets? Yeah, exactly. Because you know you can't because you 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 just can't you you can't sort of expect to be busy fifty two weeks of the year. It's just not. not And you know, and and you know, before I before I sold um, um, Slow Avenue, right? I my business board completely changed as well, right? But what what I what I transpired, right? Because we were in a very, very high desk area through salons, right? So you could there's no way right I could compete with the Richard Walls and the Nevilles and, you know, the sort of like or or, or the, the Neville Daniels. I couldn't I couldn't compete with them. So what I what I what I did was that I said to myself, right, we're up in six days a week, right? So if I had two shitty days, fair enough, if I had two okay days and two fantastic days, I will survive. And I did. And my expectations, not that it was low, it was realistic enough to sort of say, don't stress yourself out. Don't panic because you're not busy. All right? Because mm. at the end of the year, right, all, the books always balances us out. And, and you know, as, as, as my bar hairdressers we are today, you know, for the last four years that I've been, I've been working, right, I've had I've quite mm. weeks, I've busy weeks, and yeah, I still make the same amount of money every year. Yeah, it all balances yeah. out. I think that's a really good point. Um, I that you that you weren't distracting yourself by focusing on your competition. Yeah. You was only ever hyper focused on your own yeah. business um, because this was, uh, as you know, I went on to Dom Lahane's podcast. That's right. Yes, 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 that's right. Yes. And we was obviously talking, and uh, it was a really enjoyable chat. Um, it's going to be out in a couple of weeks, actually. I'm really looking forward to it, um, to listen back. Um, but we, we was talking about, obviously, Ghost Salon, as you know, um, and we was talking about the, the, the barriers of entry of certain things. And, and he did ask me the question, you know, what is it, you know, is it like, why would we choose to use Ghost Salon? You know, right. couldn't we just set it up on our own? And I'm like, absolutely. Of course you can set up your own go salon. But then you've got to figure it all out. You've got to pay someone to design you a website. You've got to pay for your hosting costs. You've got all of these barriers of entry. And this is why hairdressers haven't done it. Because it's too too difficult. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I and my, my, my retort was really about, um, but what's to stop anybody else doing what you're doing? I'm like... There's, There's nothing. Nothing stopping anyone else. And and I wouldn't want to stop anybody else doing it. That's not my intention. My intention is to solve the problem and to make the problem go away and to make my go salon the easiest, smallest barrier of entry possible. So if someone else can beat that, then congratulations. Do you know what I mean? I'll fall on my sword and I'll go down right. that road. But my target is to make it make it easy as possible for the busy hairdresser to focus on what they're doing and we'll just focus on the the technical capability and uh, and obviously yesterday i found out that dom uh does love the show does Joe. he uh and uh, yeah he's a, he's a fan he says he never misses an episode oh so, uh, hello so yeah dom if you're listening hello yes oh well done so we're getting a big following are we well, it's it's building, it's building, Joe. It's building, but you and I, you and I both know we don't do it to, to build a following. No, we just no, like, no, we, like to have a we just like the engagement, and we like to, you know, just chat and discuss things because I think it 
you know, it benefits both uh, of us, right, to have an outlet. Yeah, and and I, like, I like it organically as well, because as a, as a hairdresser who's pro- proven to be, um, you know, top of his tree, I did it organically as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, exactly. that, that's, and that's the only way I know how to grow things, really. So, so yeah. Are you tired with having to compete with the internet on price? Well, Go Salon created a system that means you don't have to. Go Salon is a web app that enables professionals to provide a user-friendly online ordering system for not only their services, but for their expert recommendations. Go Salon gives you four more opportunities to recommend your favorite retail products to your clients. Go Salon increases the amount of products that you can sell to your customers. You can sell those products to your customers for the same price as the internet with no extra work. Go Salon is open 24 seven and is found on your client's home screen. Sell whatever, whenever, to whoever you want. It's so simple to set up. Just go to gosalon.uk, enter your email address, reserve your namespace, and we will do the rest. Do it today, become part of the retail revolution. Go Salon, make retail easy. Do you like shopping down the organic aisle, do you? No. Do you not think that's marketing? That's like rubbish, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would I spend right like, two pounds fifty on four tomatoes where I could get from ninety five p? Come on, seriously. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, with I mean, who, who, it's marketing. Yeah, who am I satisfied? I mean, even even organic food drives got pesticides in it, right? Yeah. So, what about the um, the organic um, organic hair products? Was you a big fan of organic hair Listen, products that still contain all silicones and all um, preservatives know, I, and all stuff like that? There's one thing I know as a hairdresser, and you know as a hairdresser, right? There's no such yeah. thing as organic because what do you? There's only what there's one ingredient you need to cleanse the hair, right? And yeah. there's nothing in this on this planet right now that is good enough to remove the grease. You need detergent. Yeah. Yes. It's as simple as that. So if an organic shampoo has got 1% detergent in it, it is not organic. True. All right. Very true. Um, so then, are you a fan of vegan uh, hair products? Because I see a lot of that, and I always that always kind of makes me laugh, because obviously the idea of veganism is about like diet and what you eat. So how that would apply <laughs> to uh, a hair product... Um, I don't well, know. I, I well, guess it's to do I, I with it. Yeah, well, it's interesting because I was actually on my yeah, before, prior to me dropping off, dropping my bike the other day, right? I was uh, I was just just going round um, and I was I was going through which is part right, the traffic lights, and this this cyclist, right, this um, female cyclist came up next to me, and on her, on her arm, right, on her forearm, she had meat is murder. What in a tattoo? Yeah, tattoo. Meat is murder on her forearm. Yeah, so right hand side, right. But she was she was the left hand side of me, right. On her right forearm, right. She had meat is murder, and I thought, I wonder if I can have an argument with her because I'm looking at her bicycle, <laughs> right. There must be some ingredient on that bicycle that came from animal. Yeah, there must be. Um, uh, yeah, of course. Well, where's the oil come the from? Oil or the, to oil the or chain? Or the, the saddle? Yeah, the leather on the saddle. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, the handlebar, or, or yeah, even the even the colour, the, 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 the of the of the bicycle, like you know, she, it was like a bit of an orangey colour, like you know what I mean. There must be something on that bicycle contradicts 
her um, her soul, like her philosophy. And is this your phone, yeah, right? Do you right? Do you know I just how to it. turn your phone on site? Yeah, it is. It, it's, you know? it's just vibrating, mate. It's just vibrating. Yeah, I know, but it's annoying. You can't do that when we're recording. Everything gets amplified through your um, your uh, microphone. But um, anyway, I'll cut that part out. No, I won't. No, no, I'm just keep it. It's just so you can have a have a domestic squabbling over a phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah. No, it's nice to know that even though you got kicked off LinkedIn, you're still managing to troll people in real life. Well, this That's, this is um, it because yeah, I, I I do believe right that somewhere along the line and. There's there's people out there who have morphed from keyboard warriors to heroes. They would be a superhero, you know. If or activists. Yeah, well, activists are heroes, right? Because I don't really believe mm. they know what they're activists being. They they try and champion because I think there's one thing I've learned about life is that we will never change the world. The world the world can change us, but we as individuals mm. could never change the world. That's an idealistic theory that every student wants to have but really at the day right it's all utter bullshit because like there, there's always going to be people taking advantage of there's always going to be people abused there's always going to be people better off there's always going to be smarter it, it, it's just the way life is mate no one's equal no i know i know listen do you want to talk about freedom day oh yes and yes. um that obviously happened yesterday yes. so um, I did put in the Telegram, Salonomics Telegram channel, the link to Scotland, sympathising with Scotland, because as you know, the mask mandates have pretty much been thrown out everywhere in, in, in England. But in Scotland, just to be different, you know, Nicola Sturgeon enforces the mandatory mask mandates on businesses up there. So how do you feel about that? Um, do you feel that, once again, the, the bureaucratic elite are continuing to make the same mistakes over and over again? And how do you... How do, you do, do you think people don't actually realise that these small businesses are actually driving customers away by enforcing these I, I, I think I, don't, I think that's an excuse. I, I think people have been driven away, personally speaking. I, I, I yeah. believe last year right, was was it was the blueprint for it all right and and yes they, we, we we kind of discussed this some time ago right the the big the big question is right is after after um, the Freedom Day then you're gonna see the real data in in, in salon situation um, yeah totally. and and I I think this sort of like what like Nicola Sturgeon Nicola Sturgeon I, I think if if um, the if England sort of said like you know look Freedom Day's being cancelled blah, blah blah she would just go the other way, right? She's she's not a smart politician. She's just an antagonistic little um, upstart. You know, do you know what I mean? She just do anything to rattle the uh, the feathers of the Parliament. So what she, what she's doing to Scotland right is actually quite a, a sad indictment of her of her policies really, because uh, yeah. it, it's not political um, reasoning. It, it's just gesturing isn't she she's just gesturing uh yeah so so what you're saying is um basically because of the difference in in policy in england and scotland now we will be able to get some kind of data to see what a difference yeah. it makes yeah. because you know that your customers have a certain way and and you're adaptable you'll go with whatever their the yeah. customer yeah. wants for me i feel um 
by engaging with my customers that a lot of them have, have, have been forced out of the salon because they don't necessarily want to go in and, and endure having to sit in a mask they, they, they for a certain and period they, listen, of time. So, I mean, look... I think we discussed it a minute ago, right, with the with the clientele situation. The young generation are not going into salons for a start. Okay, they they they're the ones, right, who are actually doing their own colour at home. They're doing their own haircuts. Yeah. You know, even 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 yeah. me, right, who still pays through cash or still doing through a tap the debit card fee like right i'm considered old-fashioned where the young generation right they do everything through their smartphone yeah you know, i see them i see them queuing up right they pay with their smartphone you do you know what i mean yeah i'm old-fashioned competitor so this generation right who actually saw like everything's on the phone why would they need to go to a hairdresser salon Aaron? why would they need to go well no no i agree yeah. with you i mean th if there's one um data point that is really important in this that clipper companies have had their best ever year um in terms of selling product because obviously there was a supply shortage at one point last year where you couldn't buy a set of clippers you know and that's for every wife of a husband and, and kids they've all been doing home mm. haircuts for the last year well what i found interesting the other day is you know i um, i've one of my clients is a pilot and he was the same. He had to buy clippers during the whole lockdown. But he come back to me the other day saying, oh, you know, I'm, I'm best man at a wedding this week. Yeah, so um, and this is part, yeah, this is part of the psychological process of you making sure that I look yeah. sharp. You know, he'd, his, his wife had been doing his, his hair for a few weeks. They'd bought a set of clippers. And you know what? It wasn't too yeah. bad. I mean, obviously there was cardinal sins where like the temples were taken too <laughs> yeah. short and the crown was too short. But you know what? It's, I gave her a six out of it's, ten. It's possible, you know, yeah. For, for exactly. Yeah, That's you know. Some... So, so yeah. So, so this is this is kind of really important going forwards. That's right. Um, you know, the idea to understand this changing landscape that we're going to be in, and and if if you enforce these businesses to you know, with the rules, with the mandates, with all of the, then most salon businesses, I think after September, they're going to, they're just going to deem their business unviable coming into it, the week. It, it is on. And, and I really fear for of it. Course, also, look, I said it before, the rule that we've got a day to come Christmas, right? When after the, the furlough period is, 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 is scrapped and everything, then you're going to see the rule data. And, and, and most, and most salons, right? Uh, you know, the, 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 my friends that work in, right? All high, high end, they're in my age group. They're, they're older than you. They're a bit younger than me, right? So they can't tell, mm. right? It's going to be a lot older, Aaron. They don't do young clients. Mm. I know they don't, okay? Yeah. And, and, you know, so again, like you said earlier on, they're protecting their older clients, all right, by wearing a mask. The, the interesting thing is, right, yeah. you know my, my, uh, my nephew's son, Adam, who was working at Neville's, right? He wanted to be a barber, right? He, yeah. he texted me the other day, so that he's he's, he's actually saw sort of like got his uh, certificate. He, he had this. He went to he went a crash course academy for about three months, right? In in Dartford. Oh right, what one? Uh, he went to the one in Dartford. I don't know. It, it was actually sort of Afro dude, a really cool cool Afro type of an academy, like you know what I mean, where he's learning phase, learning you know sort of shaping and this and that, right? He he, he sent me some like you know sent me some like uh, progressive thing like that. Anyway, he texted me the other day, right, on um, Telegram. And he says to me, Uncle, um, I'm, I'm ready to go on the floor now. Uh, can you can you get me a job? I said, um, look, mate, stay local, I said to him. Right? Don't, don't come to central London yeah. because, you know, you're not experienced enough for central London and you're going to make mistakes. It's better to make mistakes locally. 
and, and yeah, you know, and then when you're ready after a batter, because he's still quite young. He's 19 years old, Aaron. You know what I mean? So he can't, he can't, yeah. Bla- yeah, no, he can't sure. blag about two years on the floor, right? 17 years old. Do you know what I mean? So, so I want to say that. Then I start thinking, right? Yeah. One of the there was this there was this um, very famous. I can't. I'm for the love of God. I can't remember his name. But you remember, um, you know when when um, now what's her name? Linda Evangelista. She shaved yes. all her hair off. She shaved all her hair off. She had a haircut, really short, in the eighties. Do you yeah. remember it? Uh, no, not not personally, mate. Uh, yeah, no, actually, what am I talking about? Yeah, of course. You know who did it? Of course, you know who I did. did it? Uh, a barber. That's right. She went to a barber, okay, and then all the supermodels and every young young girl, right, went to this barber to cut her hair, to have her hair cut, right. It really was true. And I was thinking, and I said to him, mate. Go, go, go and do that to women. Cut women's hair off, right? There's only one hairstyle you need to do, right? That would be short, right? And I'll tell you something, right? If it pays off, if it kicks off, right? It can get a reputation like no tomorrow. You yeah, know what I mean? You sure. know what I mean? So, yeah. so, you know, going back to the, to the um, thingy, the, the question, which was, um, I forgot now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the question's just really about, you know, what's going to sustain your That's business right. in the winter. Right. If, 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 if the government, if um, the powers that be oh, yeah, carry no, on enforcing, you know, these... And this is a, and, and yeah. the interest of sons have to adapt. And, and you know, and, and, and since we've been doing this conversation, uh, the podcasting, right, we haven't really heard mm. anything different from any, any sort of son that's inspiring us to sort of say, bravo you, have we? No. You, you know? Not at all. You know what I mean? It, 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 that's a sad no. deck. And they're all like looking at the narratives of the government guidelines to sort of help them sort of like um, progress their sons mm. forward instead of like, I mean, I actually write it down when I was sort of scribbling, um, you know, what, what I learned in, in my period as a hairdresser, I don't know about you, but as hairdressers, we were non-conformist. The only people we had to keep happy was the clients and our employer. Yeah. Anything else, right? We were just doing it. We, we, we were mavericks. We, were, we, we did anything we wanted, okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially, and the, I, I talked at length about this uh, with Dom Lahane yesterday, you know, especially in the 90s, because it was very rock and roll yeah. hairdressing during that period, you know, thanks to the likes of like Lee Stafford, etc. cetera. Uh, not me. You know, they not basically me. put on. <laughs> not me. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, Joe, you wasn't cutting the hair of people on and making them cry on, on this morning uh, with Richard and Judy in the 90s, like Lee was. No, that's unfair. No, 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 um, no, no you're think, right, because I, I did yeah. make people cry, but no. not on TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. I'm, I'm being disingenuous there. I, I don't think he did make anyone <laughs> anyone cry but but if i find the footage if i find the footage you know um because obviously as you know i've been helping lee out with like loads of digital work like helping him like uh digitize all of his vintage tapes from that period yeah. so you know if i find something like that then don't worry i will attempt to share yeah. it yeah. um yeah but there you go uh yeah so yeah rock and roll attitude we're individuals right. right we're we're, we are single-minded, and I think you have to be single-minded to be strong in this game. Exactly, and, I, and that's a sort of sad thing that the um, the BBC, the, um, the, the, all, the all these professional bodies, right, have done, is completely destroyed it. Destroyed that individualism. Yeah. 
He, you know, we're yeah. just together kind of crap or all this kind of thing, right? You know, forget it, mate. Think about, think about you, you know, your, your business, your enterprise, you know. And, and many times, right, I was sort of, actually talking to my nephew about it, right? I said, as a vice president, I said to him, how many people have you sacked? Right, we were talking about the sacking processes, right? And um, and he gave me his strategy of um, how to go through their. Uh, I'm not going to tell it because just just in case someone might hear it, right? But they, they had a strategy. Yeah. But we had, whereas we had a sort of like a three month probationary period, right? They did it in, in a very different way. You know what I mean? And um, and it, and and he's still like I said, after that three months, right? It kept. If they, if they didn't meet their targets, their performances, they had a mutual understanding that they weren't right for the company. So he never really sure. sacked anybody per se. It just that uh, he sure. made them leave under their own accord because they had, a, they had a plan that worked for the company without really being potentially sued. Whereas me as a hairdresser, I was always a potential suing uh, victim because I got rid of them, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're crap, yeah. basically speaking. But I, they, they, I, I haven't lost a case, having said that, but they but they have tried many a times, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and again, right, you know, sometimes as a, as a sort of like a business, you have to sack one for, for the sake of the many. Yeah, I mean, I think there there is an analogy in here about um, you know you have to be the the bigger the group that you're looking after, the more open you have to be. Uh, what's that phrase? I think Taleb come out with it. You know, in my house, to my family, I'm a I'm a dictator. Um, to my uh, to my extended family, I'm more liberal. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, to, sorry, to my wider community, I'm more liberal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that the tighter the group of people that you have control over. Mm-hmm. You know, the more draconian you have to yeah. be, which is why I don't understand, you know, these policies, um, which are quite authoritarian. They don't seem to be working. I mean, I'm going to go with the, what I've been advocating from day one, which is the, the safe space for all. No mask. We won't ask. You know, we are inclusive to all. If you're not wearing a mask, we know that you have a reasonable excuse and we know that your reason is a private matter. The most important thing is thank you for supporting our yes, business. That's right. You know, you have to give people the right to choose back now and stop with all of this mass mandates on mask wearing and micromanaging every single person's every second that they exist in your business because like I say, it's it's not conducive to the longevity of your 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 salon, your barbershop, whatever it is. Do you know well, what I, mean? I was talking to Robert, our friend up in Scotland the other day, right? And mm. um, I'm just going, going through, through my thing. Uh, Shout outs to Robert yeah. if you're listening. How's, how's the golf? How's St Andrews, Well, the Robert? thing is... I hope, uh, hope it's nice. It, it just, um, you know, just sort of saying, um, I said, I said to him, how are you, right? I said to him, how are you? He goes, um, just spent the whole day deep cleaning the salon. Had to close this week. One of the staff has got coronavirus. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, this is the pandemic, yeah. isn't it, Joe? Yeah. Um, I was supposed to be going to meet Lee in London tomorrow at, um, at a hair event. And Lee texted me the other day saying he can't go he's, because he's, he's been, been pinged. pinged by the NHF, NHS app. And they, now he's got to self-isolate, even though he's he's had the jab yeah. and, you know, all of that. I'm like, what a joke. I'm like, A, why do you even have that app on your no. phone? Because, because for me, Joe, it seems like most self-employed people out there, 
will, will stay away right. from that app and would never have downloaded it like you yeah. and I because we don't want uh, an app making a mistake and telling us when we can and can't work on top of everything else. But it seems to me that if you're employed, then of course you're going to want the app and of course you're going to want be want to be pinged because you're going to get That's paid right. for sitting at home. And, 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 you know, and, and this app has created so many more problems yeah. and it's solved because look what was the point of the app joe the app was to keep everybody safe, safe yeah. Yeah. wasn't it they spent 32 billion pounds billion yeah. pounds joe Thirty-two thousand well, million do you pounds think that was, um, on their track and trace was that, thing yeah. and it's done nothing apart from destroy it economic trade and business in this and, and country. That's Max Han- it saved no. And that was Mac Hancock's girlfriend, right? <laughs> she, she, yeah. I mean, well, there, there you go. go. Well, uh, this is it, though. There I you mean, go. Talk- if that wasn't, if, but if that wasn't the the dog whistle yeah. for everybody, on yeah. mass to f- delete the app and to switch the TV off, that's then right. I don't know. Well, exactly, and, and you know, and we talked about it before, right? Uh, in one of our previous show, the the real acid test, right, is when when uh, the first give you in the salon, right? Someone sneezes or someone coughs. I'll tell you something, as a client, I'll be panicking, you know, if it listen to yeah. the narratives. And the biggest problem I will, I'm going to find, right, is as an employer, I know, right, I had staff ringing me up every day, right? They all took it in turns mm. to sort of say they got a, a period pain, a headache, a flu, yeah. whatever, right? Now, the new words would be um, COVID-19. Two weeks, Aaron, two weeks paid. Mm. Not one day, Yeah. two epic yeah. weeks. You name me no, any business that could survive with that type of mentality in their staff. No, no, I agree. This is this is why I, I vision, you know, from September, a lot of businesses, once all the furlough yeah, payments end, right. that's when they'll give up the ghost and they'll they'll 100%. shut down. Which um, yeah, and you got and you got, uh, got a tweet deleted on that one, didn't you? Oh, oh yeah, great point. I'm so glad you brought that up. So yeah, so I um obviously as you know, because you're not there on LinkedIn anymore entertaining <laughs> me, I have to take the whole trolling thing into my own hands. Um so uh the British Beauty Council, they posted a tweet about energy and we are gonna do a show about climate change and the BEIS sustainability and all of that. We are gonna go through that and do it like dedicate a whole yeah. show to uh, the climate change narrative. But, um, you know, it was just very interesting that, once again, these councils um, that are supposedly there to defend or protect a, a sector or industry, um, that they don't. They just end up being... Um, they just end up being the mouthpiece for government BEIS, mate. The and BEIS. That, yeah. Well, well, basically, the um, British... Uh, the British Beauty Council, the BBC, how ironic that their, their acronym's the BBC, um, they put a post out there about, you know, saving energy and being green and follow this link for tips to become a green salon, um, you know, in order to reduce, to be carbon uh, neutral. carbon neutral. Yeah. You know, we can, re- we can reduce our emissions to, to zero. So obviously, of course, me being me, I, I simply uh, commented, well, yeah, you know, of course, the carbon emissions will be zero once all the salons <laughs> shut down, once and for all. That's right. So, obviously... Someone um, took umbrage uh, to it. Yeah, someone took umbrage to that yeah, comment. Umbridge. Rather than, you know, once... And which is what I keep saying, you know, the answer to 
bad speech. Whatever side of the fence you sit on is more speech. But of course, the comment got deleted, <laughs> and you know it, it's not there. And but but this is my point, Joe. You know we've already had the worst year probably on record as all salon businesses. I, I'm pretty sure hundred percent of salons have had a worse year this year. Well, no, but they, they, they did, did right? But years. it was good for the environment, right? Because they didn't have any uh, they, amazing, they did, amazing for yeah, the environment. Right. Amazing, you know, yeah. we haven't been yeah we haven't been polluting <laughs> exactly. the atmosphere, wasting water, Yeah, of course. Of course. So the first thing the British Beauty Council jump on is this green yeah. narrative. And like I say, they're just perpetuating this propaganda, this government nonsense. And they're just heaping all of this absolute garbage. All can, this I, can I say something? Is, what? Wake up. Fucking wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. B BBC. Again, Fucking wake up. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. Oh. Well, we, we know that. And that's why we're going to dedicate a whole show on it. Um, so, um, yeah. Th so, obviously, I've been missing my goat of the week from you. So, it's going to be a troll of the week. So, my, <laughs> my troll of the week this week, Joe, was all around the mask mandates. Um, to, can I... Can I um, yeah. Uh, can I share, share my... Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm not yeah. social media anymore, mate. I, I kind of realised that whatever I, whatever I sell or do, I'm just going to get banned, so I just stay away from it. Okay, well, I did have two trolls, but I'm going to stick to, because I've just had a mini rant about, you know, the federations and councils. Uh, but this troll, um, and once again, I screenshot it all, and it all goes onto the Telegram Salonomics channel, so you can go and have a look at that. Um, uh, you know, it was the usual TikTok video of... Someone saying that they feel really strongly about wearing their mask after July the 19th and, and all of that. Small businesses, they can't afford to close again, she wails. You know, we can't afford for staff to be off, which, of course, you and I both agree yeah. with. We can't afford to close again. You know, but then she adds, wearing a mask may not protect you, but if you have COVID, it will protect others. Right, so my first issue with this is, why are you at work with yeah. COVID, right? So there's that. The second issue is wearing a mask at work has probably been the reason why we've seen such a downturn in clients from actually coming to the salon in the first place. And my third issue with it, when the issue which I pointed out on the thread, was we've worn masks for a year and it didn't prevent anybody from being shut down before. So I'm not sure what's going to be different this time. There's a new right? variant, right? Because obviously this mask that we had that was for variant A, it's not good enough for variant D, is it? Well, variant Schmerian. Anybody that knows anything about this knows that viruses get weaker over time to provide th so that they survive. They don't get stronger over time. So, you know, what, like I say, this is just nonsense anyway. But anyway, so I, of course, I got random trolls, you know, all attacking me <laughs> for merely pointing out the obvious. And... Um, I had one guy, which you labelled as a hero. I'm not sure if you saw his, his title, yeah. but we had a guy on there who's a virtual fire That's right, virtual, yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell <laughs> is a virtual fire protection engineer? Because you called him a hero, and I had to point that out to you. I'm like, no, Joe, he's a virtual <laughs> hero. So that's kind of not quite the same thing. But obviously, he, he, he straight away jumped on me, telling me how dangerous and how potent the Delta variant is and is more easily transmissible. 
To which, obviously, I couldn't resist. I went back. Well, that's a bonus, because then we can build up our immunity to it in a natural way if it's more transient. So straight away, he fired back. Bullcrap, total BS, you be muted. So, you know, what has these platforms become when you cannot have a civil conversation and so people just throw their toys out well, crap? I don't know. Well, listen, before we go, let me explain it here, right? I mean, sure. years ago, right, we had our terminology, keyboard warriors. Keyboard yeah. warriors have now become heroes in my in my terminologies, right? These people are seen to be doing the right thing at the right time for for the good of for the good of the cause, right? But obviously yeah. in that's in their head. Right? So anybody that doesn't agree with their um, remit is it's gonna it's it's a danger to their to the well being of society. So for them, they're actually thinking they're saving the world, mate. It's it's like the, the Superman syndrome. Look I mean look all these sort of films, the Marvel comics now, right? It's big franchises. Because everybody wants to be a hero, everybody wants to be related to a hero. Right? And that's how they see themselves, mate. They all, they all fit their bloody heroes. Where they're actually, they're, they're more danger to society than any anybody else that I know. I mean, even Saddam Hussein, right, who was considered a, a biggest threat for democracy, right, is it's like a a, 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 a kit cat to these guys. You know what I mean? Really. Yeah. On that note, we've gone from Martin McFly <laughs> to Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Brilliant. I think I better press the eject button now. Brilliant, brilliant. And exit this before you uh, get me in a whole heap of trouble, <laughs> Mr. Joe Memmott. Well, I could talk about that. Anyway, all right. right. Where can people find I'm Telegram you, afraid these days? Telegram only. Telegram. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, once again, Salonomics, um, you can find us on Telegram. You know, we've got a website, salonomics.gosalon.uk. There's a clear button on there which will click and invite you straight to the Telegram chat if you want to continue the conversation and, on and any this, of the And if this virtual fire protection engineer right, wants to have a coming up conversation, please be our guest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got a virtual fire going on in my garden right now, yeah. so I better go and put that right, out. Right. Um, all right then, Joe. Um, yep, yeah, go salon.uk um, if you want to make retail easy for you and your clients. Um, we will see you very soon. Okay, take care.